Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 279 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, October 6, 2012 on tonight's show. Hey, it's Saturday night, kids, and uh, we're not talking medicine tonight, so if you're if you're listening for that content, just stop right now because uh, we're just going to be having a good time tonight. Kat is back on the show. That's why we haven't done a show for like uh, ever, and uh, so we'll see what's going on with her. We're going to be having some uh, news stories, uh, maybe some serious non-serious entertainment related you know all that all that stuff so uh gonna have a good time tonight and uh we're both kind of uh well uh, we're we're all uh reared up we're all kind of upset uh, you know i, I, I don't want to you know tease this thing anymore but we're gonna have a good time uh, tonight and uh maybe some unexpected stuff's gonna happen tonight on the uh, night shift show here <laughs> so stay tuned all that and a lot more on episode 279 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. That's right. The Night Shift Show begins right now. the show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Night Shift Show the of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. Hello, party people. I am your host. My name is Mike Savella. And uh, hey, how are you guys doing out there? It's Saturday night here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And I invite you to uh, check out my digital library of stuff at familymedicinerocks.com. Shout out to all people. Follow me on Twitter, all 10,000. 249 people. Thank you for that. And also, uh, hi and hello to all uh, 557 people who like the Facebook page. Thank you so much for that. Today is Saturday, October 6, 2012. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it is 45 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. Fall has set in here in northeastern Ohio, and uh, the, the leaves are 
just starting, just starting to uh, to turn here, and then yeah, maybe in a week or two it's going to be uh, going to be really nice around here with the leaves and everything. Uh, so I encourage you to uh, hey, uh, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe uh, to the iTunes feed for this show and uh, the RSS feed and all that good stuff, and uh, you'll get more of this quality quality entertainment uh, here how was your week been going uh kids uh and i hope you had a good week out there and we'll be talking to cat in just a few minutes about her week and kind of what's been going on we haven't done a saturday night show here in a while so uh just got to get back in the swing of things here and we're gonna have a, a bunch of stories we're gonna be talking about you here uh, tonight uh um some entertainment related some news related some here some there some uh you know just kind of hanging out here on a saturday night here so uh uh, so, yeah, we'll just uh, kind of cut to the chase here. So, uh, hey, um, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me a, be a featured host on this network. Thank you so much for that. And uh, we're going to uh, take our break here and then bring Kat on and uh, kind of see kind of see how she's been uh, how she's been doing. So, you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, uh, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution for more details, and also a member of the uh, Proma Network of Podcasts. You can get there by going to promanetwork.com, and Cat uh, will be here right after this. Back to the Night Shift Show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. And on the line with us, our good friend, uh, I apologize, I haven't had a Saturday Night Show here for a while, but uh, but Kat is here. Kat, uh, how are you doing there, my dear? Hello. Kat, Kat is that you? Are you okay? Are you, are you... Hello. Kat? Kat, are, are yeah. you okay? Uh, no. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do you want do you want do you want, do you want, do you want to talk about it? We'll have a little intervention here on the show. Uh, what's 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 going on? Well, as you know, I work nights now, right? So my body is all askew. I'm tired all the time. So today, I tried my hardest to stay up until two thirty to watch the LSU game, and I ah. thought, let me DVR right. it. Okay, so in case I fall asleep, I forgot to, well, I didn't forget to DVR it. I fell asleep before I could just DVR it. Why didn't I just DVR it when I thought about it? And then I'll wake up like a half hour ago and forgetting about it completely, I go to check out Twitter and I see that we lost to University of Florida. Oh, Oh, they suck. They're horrible. And and I have cramps from hell. (laughs) Wow. I am just not happy. So I need you, Dr. Mike Sevilla, Dr. Anonymous, Dr. Doolittle, to please (laughs) cheer me up. Please. I feel 
disgusting. I feel sad. I don't know what's going on with my LSU Tigers. I hate womanly monthly things. (laughs) (laughs) Womanly monthly things. Wow. Um, Yeah, I can't. I I can't help with that. I don't. uh, You're a doctor. You could prescribe me something. Oh, man. Wow. Well, for you, I would usually prescribe some LSU football, but not today. That that wouldn't work today. I don't think so. I don't know what's happening to my team. You know, (laughs) last week we played Towson. And as you know, that is Dr. Blogstein's alma mater. Oh, really? Yeah. If I wouldn't have known... If I wouldn't have known Dr. Blogstein, a.k.a. David Brown, a.k.a. Bloggy, Loser. I would not have... kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I would not have even known... I would have not even known who Towson was, okay? Now the world, the entire world knows who Towson is, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the ending score was 38 to 22. We did win. But I have to admit that Dr. Blogstein's team is pretty good for their, like, division. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they played good against us. And there was a time when they were actually in the lead. And I don't know, how, how are the divisions divided up? Like, I, I, I forget what the announcers were saying. Like, they're, like, we're an SEC team, right? And they're, like, they're, the talent is in the FCS or FSC. They, they use some little acronym that I don't know what it was. So, like, whoever's in their division, they have, like, they're probably the best in that that division, you know. Uh, but, you know, it was so funny because he went to the game. He, he went to Louisiana. He got to experience New Orleans. He got to experience – and I was so excited for him. I said, oh, you're going to love Tiger Stadium. It's, it's just such an experience. Well, that day it rained, and it never rains in Tiger Stadium, Okay. I had tweeted that I was going to be watching the game and I was going to be looking for Blogstein in the stands. And he tweeted back that, oh, he'll be the Towson fan that's soaking wet and all this. This was before the game. I said, I bet you anything it stops raining by the time the game starts because it never rains in Tiger Stadium. And I don't think it started out raining, but it ended up raining during the game. And when you looked in the stands, there were so many fans missing. Okay, there was so, that which disappointed me because if we would, you know, yeah, the rain kept people away, but we were playing Towson, which they probably thought would be an easy win. So they said, "Well, I'm not going to go in the rain for this game." If we would have been playing Alabama, it could have been a freaking hurricane. It could have been hail the size of basketballs. That place wow. would have been packed. You know. And then look how we played. I was so mad. I was ranting about it on Twitter. I was saying, fans, fans, you never take our team for granted. Don't ever take our team for granted. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't raining that bad. I mean, it was raining, but it wasn't like storming. And, and, you know, I I was just kind of annoyed by that. And then I was, I was, upset for him because he didn't get that full experience. You know, there probably wasn't people tailgating, so he didn't get to see, or, or very few people, he didn't get the full experience that that uh, 
I would have liked to see. But he did say something very nice to me today, and I want to find the tweet because I, I just I thought it was so nice. And I, I he said he said something it. nice to you, really? Oh, he always says something nice to me. I love bloggy. I love bloggy. I love bloggy, and bloggy loves me. We are gonna be kissing in the tree. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Not listening no, to the show now. He's listening to the show now, so he's not already. <laughs> so, so like I was talking to Jay about how I was going to be watching the LSU game today, and and Bloggy wrote, "Speaking of LSU, I have to say they were the nicest, friendliest, most inviting fans I've ever encountered as a road fan." And then he writes, "Though I'm sure it had been different if we were Alabama and not Towson." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but that's true, and that's true, and, and that's that's what I was excited for him to see. I mean, our our spirit and how cool people are in Louisiana, and how Louisiana has some of the nicest, friendliest, coolest people in the world. That's why I've told you before, Louisiana, LSU, every all that stuff is not just a place. It's state of mind. It's a way of being. And I love my Tigers and why are they sucking this year? <laughs> so oh. mad about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, as we speak right now, uh, Ohio State's playing Nebraska and uh, they're down 17-7 and Ohio State has not made a first down yet. They've gone through a quarter one whole quarter and like two minutes into the second quarter and it's 17, seven and it's just, it looks really bad. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in Columbus tonight at this game because it's just, uh, they look, they, they look awful. <laughs> they just look awful. The score could be like so much worse than it is now. <laughs> and everybody, all my friends on Twitter are like, and, and Facebook are just so depressed right now. It's just, it's sad. <laughs> but you know what? what well, you know, at least y'all have a touchdown because apparently today we didn't even make a touchdown. We got <laughs> we got two field goals, and Florida got two touchdowns, and yeah. that and and I'm just it's like there's no way we're going to beat Alabama this year. I mean, uh, there's just no way. <laughs> I'm so, I, feel, I feel so defeated right now. <laughs> so that, that that's why you need this show. That's why you need this show to help uh, help raise your spirits, there, cat. Right? Yes, <laughs> I do. I do because right now I'm so sad. I'm so well, sad. let me uh, let, let me ask you about a, a happy topic. So uh, uh, so on Twitter yesterday, when, you know, after I told you about the show and things, you said something. Uh, you, you got this new toy. You got this. You got this new smart TV. Think, what, what What is that about, Kat? Well, I have had, you know, like a, I don't know how old my TV was, but it was like still shaped kind of like a box, okay? <laughs> That's how out of date I am yet, okay, with my TV. Like when it comes to electronics, the only thing that I've ever really been, like I like, I have to have my iPhone, not necessarily, like, I don't have the iPhone 5. I don't necessarily have to get the newest one, but I have to have an iPhone. I have to have a computer, and I have, you know, I have my Mac, I have my iPad, and I have my iPhone, and that's always what I thought I just needed. I never really 
thought of getting a new TV because, yeah, I watch TV, but I don't know how, I guess I don't watch it enough to feel like I wanted a big screen or all this stuff, right? And I'm like, you know, it's time for a new TV. And I had a Best Buy credit card that was fully open. You know, I had paid it all off, so it had nothing on it. So I'm like, I'm going to go get me a new TV. And I'm like, I want one of those smart TVs. So I got me a 43-inch Samsung smart TV. And I freaking love it. So what 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 uh, what, what is a smart TV, Kat? I, I guess I don't really understand. Because I don't well, have one, so I don't know what it is. Well, actually, I, I ended up not being so smart because what I realized is I could have bought a regular flat screen TV and bought a Blu-ray player that has the smart apps on it and made the TV a smart TV and maybe saved a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> so what a smart TV is, it's kind of like a smartphone. You have your TV... And then it connects. It can connect to the internet, and you have apps and stuff, so I can watch my Netflix, Hulu. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and I have different apps and stuff on it. And you know how I am with apps. Apps is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> you have like I love apps. apps. I think. I have yes. I have. I, well, I definitely have over a hundred apps. I'm not sure if I have over two hundred apps. But on my phone. And now the smart TV, of course, and the, the blue, and I ended up getting a Blu-ray player too, but it had a, some apps that my smart TV didn't have, so I'm, I'm okay with the fact that I got the smart TV. It's okay. But um, I, they don't have as many apps as, of course, your iPhone does. But uh, I got what I could, you know. But I have to say this, and if this is not a first-world problem, you tell me what is, Okay. I don't right. know how much I like high definition. <laughs> and the reason uh, why is because yeah. sometimes it's just too much. It looks like, like, and you've ne- probably never seen a soap opera in your life, but soap operas, like, especially when they film outside, it looks like, I don't, not that I watch porn, okay, but... <laughs> Like it's cheaply made, like it's cheaply made porn, where it's like, where it's like. I think I think you just increased our our listeners like by tenfold or something. So so you're so you're saying you 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 don't watch porn? Is that is that right, Ken? I really don't. I really don't. But just like any other human being in the world, I've caught a glimpse of one or two in my life. Okay. So so suppose. So suppose that you would watch porn, and I'm saying this all just for our, our friend J-Man. So it, it, in case you did, uh, you, you would not enjoy it in high definition. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that that's what it kind of, I mean, like, like it's too real looking. It's too crisp. I like a little bit of grain. We need a little bit of grain in our lives. You know, if I... I if I want, I love classic TV, classic movies, classic television, like from the 70s and stuff. So I like that grain in in a picture. I don't like it so clear that it looks like somebody just got a, a video camera and taped something. Am I making sense? Hmm. So so you so you don't like all the perfection out there. You, you would you would not. Uh... 
you, you don't like everything to. You, you, uh, I, I think I think I know what you're saying. I think I know what you're saying. It's like too much. It's like I don't know. It's almost like looking at something live. And and when I'm watching TV, I don't want to see something live unless it's actually live. But I don't want it to look live. I don't know what I'm saying. I just woke up. You just woke up. I think. Well, I think I know what you're saying, but but I think you're gonna enjoy like sporting events, like like you know, you know when when you watch that, like like if you know if it, if you can get over the depression of of the uh, you know of your, the LSU season, uh, I think when you watch a game and you know that they actually do well and win and all that kind of stuff, I think you're gonna enjoy that better than something like a regular TV show or soap opera or something like that. That's just my guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, the football, watching the football, it doesn't bother me as much. Exactly. But, right. like, yeah, see? but like... So it, what, what, do you, what, what, do you, what, what do you watch these days? So it's, just, it's a lot of soap operas, dramas, uh, Netflix, all that stuff? Well, since, since they took my one soap opera off the air, One Right to Live, I don't watch any soap operas anymore. I was going to watch General Hospital, and I tried for a little while, but there was just too many characters I didn't know, and I just couldn't get into it. And But actually, with my smart TV now, I'm actually watching a lot of Netflix, Hulu Plus, and all that. Like, I was watching that stuff on my computer, and I, I want to kind of save my computer screen and not watch those things on there, and that's part of why I got the smart TV, so I could watch it on the television instead anyway, on a bigger screen. And and I really like it. I really, 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 really like it. <laughs> really. <laughs> I think, oh. I, I, think I, have to, I think I just have to get used to the high definition. I mean, it's like, an, it, it's like, we're, we're, we're a society that everything has to be perfect and, and, and sharp and vivid. And why can't we just be, why can't we just embrace our imperfections and be a little grainy and just be a little normal? <laughs> I don't want to see all the tiny little wrinkles and zips on people's face. You know, it's just so crisp. It's like, ugh, it's just weird to look at. Yeah, but the, don't you have that like on your iPhone and iPad? Do, do, do you have the all those dots and retina setting and all that kind of stuff on that? Well, I mean, I don't know how to do the settings, but apparently, yeah, like isn't my Mac and all that supposed to be high definition? But it still looks. I mean, I, I like a clear, crisp picture, but that right. there's something about this TV where the high def. There's something else that I, I can't. It's almost like there's a a line around, like, for instance, I was watching Law and Order the other day, and there's a line around, like, let's say De- Detective Benson and Stabler are talking and then there's people behind them. They're so crisp. It's almost like somebody cut out their 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 characters and posted them on top. It's like it's so, there's almost a line of aura around them because it's so sharp. I wish I could explain it better. <laughs> Do you like wow. HD? Do you like HD? Well, I, I don't have an HD television. Actually, I don't. I, I think I, I, I think the television that I have here is probably as old as what you had because the television we have here is still a box and it's 
um, at least ten years old, if not if not uh, if not uh, older. Because I don't I don't watch a lot of television, and and HD is not something that's really important to me. See, that's that's how I was living, and that's how I, I'm the same way. You know, I was like, okay, you know, I guess I'll get a new TV. You know, and and it's like, well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's just something I have to get used to is that high definition. That Do you watch a lot of movies on Netflix? Do you watch Netflix movies? Um, yeah, Netflix, what I've found is Netflix is better, a little bit better for movies, and Hulu Plus is a little bit better for TV shows. It has more options with TV <clears throat> TV shows, and Netflix is a little bit more... Well, what people have told me with HD televisions is it's you really you really can tell with movies because it's their their settings or whatever. So people and I don't watch a lot of movies. You know, I watch television and it's mainly you know news programs and that type of thing. So HD doesn't really I don't really care about it. But from people who tell me who have HD, um, they watch a lot of movies and that's where they appreciate it the most. Yeah, I think movies more so than than TV shows. Especially if I'm watching a TV show that I loved from the 70s or something and I want it to look, I like that old feel, that old, I like that little bit of, of grainy picture. That's what makes it classic, part of what makes it classic. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so you're. I mean, I mean, I, and that's what people have told me too. It is, is, is uh, kind of an acquired taste. You have to kind of get used to it, and and uh, um, and what people have told me is that, and because I've been going back and forth on, on purchasing a high definition television, and they said once you get used to it, then you can never go back to standard definition that type of thing. But but it does take some time to get used to. Uh, how it looks. Well, you know, and I think, cause, like, I have, I'm watching the Ohio game, too, on mute, and, uh, you know, like, right now, I'm not being annoyed by it, so I think I am getting used to it. And I've only had this TV, like, probably less than a week, so that's good. <laughs> it didn't take that long. It doesn't seem as annoying. <laughs> Um, well, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break here? And I think Ohio State's making a little bit of a comeback here, so I'm, I'm not as I'm not as pissed off as I was uh, half an hour ago when we when we started this show. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, so why don't we take a little bit of a break here? And um, uh, Kat, I will do my best to try to cheer you up uh, during the last uh, 90 minutes uh, of this show uh, because uh, that's that's what I do. I'm a giver. You, you know, <laughs> you are. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll take a break here, and uh, this clip is about a minute, so we'll take a break and uh, welcome everybody who are tuning in uh, tonight. Multitasking, you know, either watching your football games or whatever else that you're doing tonight. So you're listening to the Night Shift Show here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Me and Cat. That's right. There's more of this. Be be excited. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to the Night Shift Show, where Ohio State University leads 21-17 to 17 over Nebraska. So, uh, 8.56 left in the first half. So, so Kat, how you doing? Uh, I think we, we got through the first half of the show, you know, uh, the first 30 minutes of the show. And uh, I, think, uh, I, I, think, I think we're going to do a little bit better now. What do you think? Well, I'm happy for your book, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. They, they were down, I think, uh, 17-7 at one point. So, yeah, but so we'll see how, what happens. I mean, we, we've only been on the air 30 minutes, and they've already scored two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. It was over – it's a while, yeah. They did have two turnovers, which they took advantage of. So we'll we'll see we'll see what their defense can do here. Uh, so, Kat, you uh, you sent me a lot of stories here, which is cool. And and I did I think I was able to get your your uh, your uh, video clips here too. And uh, we'll you did the, did good did a good job there, Kat, getting stories here. Why don't we uh, kind of start? The first one here was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know if it's funny, or not, but I thought it was. Interesting. Uh, so this is from uh, let's see. This is a uh, this is from ABC News, and this is from October fourth. And the title is "Top Three Signs You're an Online Stalker." Maybe this maybe it's not a funny story. I don't know. <laughs> um, let me let, let me read this, and then uh, you can tell me why you picked this here. So um, here we go. It says some recent headline grabbing cases of stalking range from frightening to downright horrific. Here are. Uh, but there's also a subtler form of stalking, one that doesn't require uh, physical proximity, online stalking. It's uh, one thing to occasionally check Facebook uh, for an ex-boyfriend, but it's another, says psychologist and addiction specialist, uh, to uh, obsessively track someone on the web. Here are some signs. Number one, spending a lot of time trying to get as much information as possible about the person. I guess that's bad. Um, are you missing deadlines or canceling social plans because of long web surfing sessions? Number two, your stalking behavior is done in secret. This means lurking on sites, leaving no trace you were there, like a comment or a post. And number three, using multiple social media sites to get as much information as they can. Uh, the root of it is this feeling that the other person uh, has something that you don't. Kat, this is all me. I spent too much time online. Is this is this story directed at me? Why did you pick this story, Kat? No, it's not directed at you. I mean, I think everybody. It's like it said, you know, when you're you're checking the occasional uh, uh, update from an ex-boyfriend or whatever like that. I mean, I think everybody, because the, the web makes it so easy. I think everybody has a, a little bit of stalker in them. I mean, why are we on Twitter? You know, why do we follow people to see what they're going to say? I mean, but I think that what a a true stalker, like who would actually miss deadlines or social events or or work or anything to, to, to search for somebody? I mean, that's a sickness right there. That's a serious mental (laughs) defect you've got going on. Uh, That's like, or and and leaving comments so nobody can find out who you are. Anybody can be tracked on the internet if if they want to, unless you're really smart about computers and you know how to make your IP address look like one from a totally different state. I don't know. I mean, if you leave an anonymous comment 
from your computer, it can be traced to you. So nobody is ever truly anonymous unless, like I said, they know how to make their IP address look like a different one or whatever. And, you know, I don't think there's that many people out there who are that computer savvy. I know I'm not. Uh uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the bad part is I, I thought I was uh, when I first started out being this whole Dr. Anonymous thing, and I thought I could be uh, very, you know, untraceable until uh, a lot more people smarter than me uh, helped me figure that out. And uh, that, was kind of a, that, that was kind of a weird thing that, uh, to get that uh, email address or, or email saying, hey, we know – uh, exactly where you're sitting at, and don't think that you can be anonymous. And uh, we've been, you know, we know exactly what you're doing and all that kind of stuff. And that's that's kind of it's kind of frightening. It's kind of scary to to get that uh, email message. I didn't think you got. I didn't know you got that email message. That's scary, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was kind of uh, early early on in the uh, in the blocking days. Maybe you know four or five months or something like that blocking and. Uh, uh, it was it was it was weird. I almost you know I almost quit. I was just like oh you know because yeah you know, nobody knew what I was doing it. I mean you know, I didn't tell my patients. I didn't tell my job. I didn't tell you know a lot of people. Um, and it's you know it's it's scary. So I mean it's and it helped change you know what I'm do, what I did was doing at the time, uh, which is basically talking a lot about patients, which I don't do now. But uh, when I started out, I, I did and. Uh, um, you're right, Kat. I mean, there's no, you cannot be uh, anonymous on the Internet at all. And, you know, like I'm kind of, I'm at the point now where I'm basically just on Twitter. I've deactivated my Facebook account. Um, oh, you did? That, yeah, I did. But I don't know for I how long. I don't know, well, I don't know if I'm going to go back. I just deactivated it, so if I ever feel like going back, I can. Um, and... For a while there, of course, never on this show. I would never quit this show. But I thought about getting off the Internet completely, just absolutely completely, except for, like, this show. But I thought, I just love Twitter too much. (laughs) I just love Twitter too much. And uh, because I think it's a scary place. I think it's a crazy place. I think there's a lot of nut jobs out there. And, And I don't necessarily mean I think anyone is, like, stalking me because I'm so awesome or anything like that. No. <laughs> I just think that there's a lot of nut jobs out there. And I think that while the Internet has very – can be a place for good, it's also a breeding ground for evil. <laughs> evil. Evil. There's a lot of evil <laughs> that goes on in the Internet. <laughs> now, you, I, I – I, I think you used to block your Twitter account, but is it is it still kind of privatized and all that kind of stuff or not? No, it's public. It's public because I'm careful about what I tweet. Like the way I see my life, you know, part of me sometimes would be like, oh, I just love to say this because this is the way I'm feeling right now. And that would be very real of me. Right? What I tweet on the, on Twitter, first let me say, I'm not fake about, okay? But... It's just like, let's say you're in your workplace, okay, and let's say a nurse pisses you off because she doesn't follow your orders and she does something wrong or something. You want to tell her what a stupid idiot she is, right? But you don't do it because you're a civil human being. 
<laughs> just like we have to, uh, uh, just like we have to, how do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I can never think of the word I'm looking for. Um, watch ourselves and the way we act in life. How do you say it? Uh, censor ourselves sometimes. I believe that I should do, just because I'm behind a keyboard does not mean I can act like an a-hole. It does not mean I can say something that, oh, let me see if this will shock people, but it might make me look bad. And because even though I, let's say somebody tweets something that really annoys me, I may feel like okay. coming back with something, okay? Or, But five minutes later, ten minutes later, I'm over it. So if I've already created right. something nasty back, I'm just going to feel bad about it when I realize it wasn't a big deal. You know, because sometimes we'll get angry about stuff or we'll, you know, or we'll get annoyed by something and we think, oh, how could they do that or how could they say that? And then a little bit later you're over it. If you always act on impulse, whether it's in real life or on the Internet, it it can change people's perception about you. So, like, I never tweet what I wouldn't say in public. Right, or, right. you know, I, I, I don't think of the Internet as a free-for-all. I, I think of it as I'm representing myself, so I have to represent myself as the way I truly am. Right. And it's not about being fake. It's about being a civil human being. <laughs> it's about being, <laughs> having a little class and decorum. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, I just, that's just the way I I think about it. And so I actually do try to think before I tweet. Maybe I do sometimes tweet things I wish I wouldn't have tweeted. <clears throat> but, hey, it happens, just like in life. Sometimes you say things that either you really didn't mean or maybe you meant them at the time, but then you're like, how could I have said that? Or it, It's just like, to me, it's like I don't see a difference between the way I am online and the way I am in real life. I try to be right, the same right. person. So right, and I right. and I like Twitter, I, you know, and even the blog I had because there was times like I had made a few blog posts, and then I was like, oh, it's so so it's too much work. I don't like to take all this time writing. I, that's why I like Blog Talk Radio. I can speak my mind rather than having to sit there and edit it and think about how to write it. You know, I didn't do it for a long time, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll write a blog post about this, and I never do it. You know. I took. Right, I, right. I didn't take down the blog, but I took off all my blog posts. <clears throat> I'm trying to. Com- I was trying to completely get off the internet, but I'm just going to stick with Twitter for now because it does give me some connection to my friends online and a connection to what people are thinking, and I just like it. Anyway. Um, and I want to thank you for for putting the show on your uh, on your profile there for, on Twitter. People can follow you at uh, Warrior Cats, and uh, I appreciate that. Ah, uh, well, you know, I, yeah, it's like you know where you can put a website where you can find me. I put Sam Ned Rocks. Yeah, I appreciate that. That that's uh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> well, I I'm very proud to be part of this awesome show. You know, this is a very high quality show and I'm very very honored to be a part of it. Um, and you can't find me anywhere else on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, 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 what was 
kind of stay on this topic of people being mean to other people. Did, did, did you hear about this uh, the, this TV anchor story about uh, the, uh, the the viewer that called her fat and all that kind of stuff? Did you hear about that story? Yes, because you sent it to me, okay. and I think well, that's me, a let, perfect let, example. But go ahead. Let me uh, let, let, let me play this uh, audio clip, and then uh, in case people don't know, and then we'll then we'll talk about it. Here we go. I want to take a moment to address a situation that has become a talking point in this community over the past weekend, especially on Facebook, that centers around me. When anchorwoman Jennifer Livingston of WKBT in La Crosse, Wisconsin, decided to fight bullying, she took to the airwaves. Livingston responded to a viewer email that criticized her for her weight. Surely you don't consider yourself a suitable example for this community's young people, girls in particular. Livingston went on to explain that she at first decided to ignore the email, but then she had second thoughts. The truth is, I am overweight. You could call me fat, and yes, even obese on a doctor's chart. But to the person who wrote me that letter, do you think I don't know that? October is National Anti-Bullying Month, and this is a problem that is growing every day in our schools and on the Internet. It is a major issue in the lives of young people today, and as the mother of three young girls, it scares me to death. Livingston says at least a 1,000 people have posted supportive messages on her Facebook page, and even more sent her emails. The man who wrote the email, Kenneth Krauss, denied in an interview with the Associated Press that he was bullying. He also refused to back down from his opinion that Livingston is a bad role model. Brian Thomas, the Associated Press. So I mean, uh, so I, I looked at the, uh, the the original video clip for that, and uh, there were four million hits on that uh, on that video commentary from that anchor, and it's been something that's been talked about on uh, <clears throat> on television, on the internet, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, what 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 did you think when you when you heard that uh, story there, Kat? Well, this kind of goes exactly to what I was talking about as far as you know, how people can be on the Internet. Just because you're on the Internet behind a keyboard, a lot of people think they can be a total jerk. Like, this person who wrote her that email, would he have said that to her face? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, maybe if he was a total jerk. But, you know, people act on the Internet, I don't think necessarily the way they would act in real life because they feel safe behind a keyboard and the fact that they're, quote-unquote, anonymous. And um, I think it was very ballsy for her to to do what she did. I think that was awesome. Kudos to her, you know. But one thing that I think was really funny, did you notice that when she was, like, here she was talking from her heart, but yet in a way she still sounded like a news reporter. Like, they all have the same voice. Have you ever noticed (laughs) that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like she yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like she was like there was like a sentence or two and then she like went back into like news reporter mode. Yes, it's like and I and I'd never realized it never I never even really thought about it until this video because here she like you don't see news reporters just talking from their heart and just talking about things and I'm like at the end of it, I'm like, she kind of sounded like she was reporting on the news. They all have a certain inflection. It seems like all the women sound the same. All the, you know, this certain, I, I, I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it if I even tried. But, no, I, I, I thought that was really gutsy of her. And, 
But, yeah, like I said, this is uh, the kind of thing that part of what I'm talking about. And it's like when I go to, and I love YouTube, and, you know, the, some of the worst, most vile comments I've ever seen is like on YouTube videos. You know, it could be an innocent, it could be a, a, a video of a little kid doing something cute, and you'll have someone write the most vile, disgusting, it's like, you know, when I'm looking at my screen and I see some of these comments, it's like Satan vomited on my computer screen. It's like, what? <laughs> how did that? How can people even think like that? Even if it's, you know, like a joke to them, it's not even a joke. It's such an evil thought that how can someone even think like that? Much less type it into a, a I, I mean, nasty thing. Nasty, pure, vile, disgusting things. And YouTube, for some reason, is the worst when it comes to that, I've found, which is really sad, you know. I think YouTube should just ban all comments. You just have a like or a dislike, you know, because... Oh, yeah, because, like, when the... When I put some of my videos up there from whatever, either TV or whatever, I, I just I don't even put on comments. I, I disable the comments because I just don't even want to know. I know. It's like, you know, some things just like, where do you people come up with these things? You know, like, you truly have an evil spirit inside of you to even think things like that. And, I mean, you know, I sound like I'm being, you know, and of course there's a lot of nice commenters out there. And I sound like I'm being dramatic, but, no, I've seen some nasty comments on there, and I'm like, holy moly, you know, what kind of place is this coming from, you know? And and like I said, for some reason YouTube is, is, is the worst when it comes to that. There's the biggest trolls in the world is on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just in no other place have I seen anything that bad on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean it's It's uh, terrible. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even want anything to do with it, so it just uh it's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um so, all right. Um all right. Let's, like I, uh, you, I'll just say this real quick. Like I bet you on that YouTube video that got four million views, you know, and she came back as classy and awesome as she did. I'm sure there were still some nasty comments in there about her, you know, probably more oh, good sure. than bad. But you know, I'm like, sure. Man, I, I'm I'm done on my my comment rant. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, let's uh, let, let's 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 do a lighthearted story here because I'm just uh, it's been a little serious here the last few minutes. So let's uh, let's let's do kind of a fun story here. This is um, this is from Yahoo News. This is from Wednesday, October three. Here's the title. Wait for it. Jailers accused of sending inmates on unsupervised beer runs. That's right. That's right. It's good. The story goes like this. Two corrections officers at American Samoa's uh, only jail are accused of letting some inmates leave the jail to go on shopping trips for beer and chips. The officers are being investigated after one of the uh, territorial correctional inmates escaped. According to court documents, one inmate said he was allowed to travel outside the jail to buy beer for a fellow inmate and also took up chips and cookies 
for one of the officers. The officers are now charged with aiding the escape of a prisoner, permitting uh, escape and public servant. Uh, they are being held on $10,000 bail each. After the inmate escaped, police investigated his cell and found beer that has been purchased at a local store. Another inmate who was allowed to go on beer and food is currently serving a 40-month prison sentence after assaulting a civilian with a machete. Uh, I, 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 well, I would have to Google where American Samoa is, but that is where I want to be uh, put in jail. I, I don't, I don't know if, if, <laughs> if you watch some of these jail shows like Walk Up or something on MSNBC. Uh, that is the jail I want to be uh, locked up in, Cat. Because if they if they send me out to uh, America Samoa uh, Walmart to get the to get the beer and the uh, and chips and dip, that that's where I want to go. I think it's hilarious. Well, okay. First of all, I'm surprised not more people have escaped. Okay. Secondly, are these jailers so lazy that they can't go out and get their own beer? They have to take that chance of losing their job for, and possibly going to jail for not wanting to go to Walmart and get their own beer? I mean, or even <laughs> afterwards. I mean, they can't be drinking at, on the job, right? So the story doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they even work at all. If they're too lazy to go get their own beer, how do they get to the work, to work every day? They're obviously lazy as crap. <laughs> God. That's right. That's right. We're bullying officers who can't get their own beer. That's right, man. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, if I if I was uh, yeah an officer, or jail, or whatever they call them, watching over inmates, and I, I'm not going to let them go to do something so simple. Like I, I just don't even get that. If that's not lazy, I don't know what is. But is the Walmart 50 miles away? <laughs> <laughs> I can see these guys going. Hey, hey, hey! We're going. We're going out to Walmart. Come on. Come on, uh, you know, get me the uh, Coors Light and the uh, uh, Doritos, uh, and uh, don't <laughs> escape. All right. Just promise me you won't escape. I can't believe, I can't believe they all didn't take the the opportunity to escape. Really, I mean, here's their ticket out of there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, I mean, well, one of the guys uh, assaulted a civilian with a machete, and, and now, now they're going out to Walmart to get the uh, uh, to get the the, the Bush Light uh, beer. So you know, come on. So, so now these guys that are like these guys that are, I'm sure, have already lost their job, and now on ten thousand dollar bond, is that what you said? Something like ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. probably going to go to jail, or I, I don't know what. You know, was it worth it to, to, for a couple of beers and Doritos? Was it worth it being that lazy? Laziness does nothing for you except bring you misery. <laughs> get off your ass and get your own beer. Get off your ass and get your own beer. <laughs> Uh, oh, Kat, I have to 
tell you, I, and I, I, I've been forgetting to tell you because I haven't talked to you in a while, is that uh, <laughs> I did get some feedback from our uh, British accents uh, show. And uh, speaking of mean people, they, apparently they just didn't like our accents uh, for, for, the, uh, for the British accents. I, I don't know why. What is it? British people complaining that we uh, we uh, it is it is it is uh, generically anonymous mean people who are complaining about it. Seriously. Oh yeah. What people who uh, who who have nothing better to do. Uh, it, it was basically just just some uh, you know YouTube type uh, comments, <laughs> and I'm like, really? You got an email? Like, you got an email about it? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they left some feedback on the website or something like that. Well, and, and it wasn't like four. It wasn't like four pages. It was like you know, four you know like four words or something or four lines or whatever. It's like, oh, it was really bad. I'm like, well, thanks for the feedback. <laughs> I mean, I didn't send anything back, but it's just like, I guess people are listening. So I don't know. Maybe that's good. Well, they can just go go to bloody hell for all I care. That's right. Through them. Through them and the horse they came in on. Screw them and the horse they came in on. Actually, don't screw the horse because I love animals and I, you know, just screw them. Bloody, <laughs> bloody, Im- no, the imbecile. bloody, uh, what do they call them? <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, people who don't have a lot of uh, well, people apparently who have a lot of free time uh, are sending uh, sending sending the hate mail. So you know, hey, what what are you what, what are you going to do? <laughs> well with me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. Uh, okay, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break? Why don't we take a little bit longer break here so we'll uh we'll uh, so I can cool down. Yes you can cool down. This is about four and a half minutes and uh, we'll get you all revved up again. I I'm debating whether we're gonna talk about the debate in the next hour but we'll <laughs> get you all revved up again. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, save it, save it, save it. Don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll play this song here, and then we'll we'll come back uh, <clears throat> at the top of the hour, and we'll we have another hour of this, kids. You, aren't you excited? Aren't you excited out there, ladies and gentlemen of the vast audience that we have? We have another hour of this. <laughs> uh, aren't you excited, Cat? I know I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. All right, all right. So let me let me play this, and then we'll uh, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll be back in four minutes and thirty five seconds. You're listening to the uh, Night Shift Show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. That's right, that's right. Me and Cat, one more hour. We'll be right back after this.
back to the night shift show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network, the uh, podcast that is uh, <laughs> that is preferred by four out of five dentists here in the United States. Why? I have no idea. Uh, so uh, we have Cat here, and uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at the highlights here. I, I just saw the LSU highlights, uh, Cat. I'm, I'm very sorry. I know. I'm looking at them too, and just sick in my stomach. They just. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I said that I really think it's going to make a difference without Tyron. Now, I know not just one person makes a team. A team makes a team. We have a lot of good players on the team, right? Just like last year, we had a lot of good players on the team. But Tyron Matthew was a key player on that team. And even though the the two guys that replaced him are good, I just don't know if – now, the LSU fans are saying their theory is we haven't really played many, you know, real tough teams, so they're getting lazy out there, right? And maybe that's the case, you know, because there are good players on there. I don't know why. In fact, I just saw a tweet that I retweeted because it's true um, by some guy named Ruben Randy. It says, I still support LSU, always will, but it frustrates frustrates me to know we have a way better team than what we display every Saturday, and this is the truth. I know they're better than this. It's just like in the the, the the BCS championship game last year. They were way better than that. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's so frustrating. It's like, what's going on? So I'm just freaking sad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow, having 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 a tough show here uh, tonight, uh Kat. So That's okay. but the good news is uh so Ohio State thirty five, Nebraska twenty four at halftime. Uh so uh, we'll see we'll see if that uh, we'll see if that holds up. Uh, so, uh, so now that you're recharged here, Kat, let's, uh, I, I think we're going to dive into the debate and, uh, I, I, I was able to pull that audio clip that you sent me. So, um, uh, I don't know how, how much I'm up for this, but, uh, <laughs> why don't we play this? And we'll see. We'll see how we get here. So, uh, as everybody knows, uh, there were the, uh, the president, U S presidential debate. The first one, uh, was, uh, last week. Uh, actually, a few days ago, and uh, it'll be more interesting to see what Saturday Night Live does with it uh, tonight. But here is the uh, a news report here. I think this is from ABC News, and then we'll talk about it. Some of the best moments of the night. 20 years ago, I became the luckiest man on earth because Michelle Obama agreed to marry me. Congratulations to you, Mr. President, on your anniversary. I'm sure this was the most romantic place you could imagine. (laughs) Here with me. There will be six roughly 15-minute segments with two-minute answers. Romney's proposal calls for uh, a $5 trillion tax cut. What is the difference? Let's just stay on taxes. Right, right. Virtually everything he just said about my tax plan is inaccurate. So so if, if the tax plan he described were a tax plan I was asked to support, I'd say absolutely not. We're way over our first 15 minutes. It's fun, isn't it? It's okay. It's great. I will eliminate all programs by this test if they don't pass it. 
is the program so critical it's worth borrowing money from China to pay for it? I'm sorry, Jim. I I'm going to stop the subsidy to PBS. I'm going to stop other things. I like PBS. I love Big Bird. I actually like you, too. Now let's move to health care. Governor Romney, you want the Affordable Care Act repeal. Why? I sure do. It has killed jobs. The fact of the matter is we use the same advisors, and they say it's the same plan. When Obamacare is fully implemented, we're going to be in a position uh, to show that costs are going down. We need to have leadership, leadership in Washington that will actually bring people together and get the job done and could not care less if, if it's a Republican or a Democrat. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Part of leadership and governing is both saying what it is that you are for, but also being willing to say no to some things. And I've got to tell you, Governor Romney, when it comes to his own party during the course of this campaign, has not displayed that willingness to say no to some of the more extreme uh, parts of his party. This is, a, uh, this is an important election, and I'm concerned about America. I'm concerned about the direction America has been taking over the last four years. I, uh, I know this is bigger than an election about uh, the two of us as, as individuals. It's bigger than our respective parties. It's an election about the course of America. What kind of America do you want to have for yourself and for your children? Four years ago, uh, I said that I'm not a perfect man and I wouldn't be a perfect president. And that's probably a promise that Governor Romney thinks I've kept. But I also promised that I'd fight every single day on behalf of the American people, the middle class, and all those who are striving to get in the middle class. I've kept that promise, and if you'll vote for me, then I promise I'll fight just as hard in the second term. Cat. I mean, I, you know, I admit that uh, I did not watch the debate. I did not. I stayed off Twitter for that whole time. Um, I did not get on Facebook because I just, I just didn't really want to know. <laughs> um, but uh, I know there are there are parts of that that you probably want to talk about and react to. Well, what, uh, what do you think? Well, you know, for some reason, like this year, this is, you know, up until I guess the debate, this has been like the most unexcited about a presidential election I've ever been. Like, even to the point where I felt like, I don't even know if I want to go out and vote because I really don't care who wins because I think we're screwed no matter what. <laughs> but I'm going to vote, you know, but I, I guess I'm, I'm sort of, I guess you would call I'm one of those swing voters, you know. It just really depends on what happens from here until, until election day, but... I, I was actually working that night, so I said, let me DVR it. Let me see if this thing gets exciting at all. And I was rather surprised. At, well, I, see, I knew that Mitt Romney, I've always known, because just in a little bit of the debates I saw, like when the Republicans were running against each other, Mitt Romney always seemed to win these debates or do really well. You know what I'm saying? So I knew he right, was right, right. Good, good at debating. And... But I did not expect that much of a blowout, if you would call it. I don't know. He totally, like, handed the president's butt to him on a silver platter or whatever. Oh, yeah, you know, was, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, he, a, a, lot of people were, a lot of people were saying that. Even people like Bill Maher were saying that on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he completely, totally won that one. So, you know, it, it, now things 
for me, got more exciting, you know, like, what's he going to come back with? And, and I, you know what, I have to say this. This is what is so, this part of what I love about Twitter, too. Like, during the RNC, when, when uh, Clint Eastwood talked to the Invisible Chair, you know, within 24 hours there was the Eastwooding thing, right? Right. Trending right. on Twitter. I don't know how long the Clint Eastwood thing trended on Twitter. It seemed like weeks, but and then within 24 hours, it was the uh, the profile Invisible Obama, where his profile pic is just a picture of a chair, you know. And right. now after the Big Bird thing, I think within an hour, like probably five minutes after he mentioned Big Bird, there's now a Big Bird Twitter account, you know, that that is all about this. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Anything anybody says or does that's kind of offbeat or off the wall, a Twitter account's going to be made about it. All this stuff is going to be like he totally made Big Bird re-famous. He just totally catapulted Big Bird's fame to the stratosphere. Right. Yeah, right. Through the stratosphere. I, he, I think that this that's part of what all makes it funny and fun, right? But in all seriousness, we have to decide who's going to get us out of this mess that we're in, you know, economically, right? And I don't know much about politics. I don't know much about how economics works and all that stuff. So, you know, this is why I watch the debates, and this is why, you know, I want to keep – because I do want to vote. I want to make my vote count, but – you know, up until, like I said, up until Wednesday night, I was just so uninterested and didn't even care because I just felt like neither of them were that that great of a, a candidate. So now, I, and with the debates, you get to actually see the, the the candidate for who they are, not through political ads, not through their PR people, not through the media. This is them. This is them, you know, and like with the president, he's very good at speeches, right? With his little teleprompter there, telling him what to say. Right. Unscripted, right. unscripted, he doesn't know what he's doing as far as like, like he's terrible at debating. I think. <laughs> I mean, he may right. come back next time with better stuff. But, like, you know, all these people, what I have been seeing is all these people are making excuses of why he did that. Oh, because he was on the plane and the altitude and this and that. And one thing was that he didn't have a teleprompter. How do you teleprompt a debate? Doesn't, don't they know what a debate is? A debate is an, un, it's an unscripted, how do you, you, you don't, you're not supposed to, what, I never heard of a teleprompter during a debate. So right, how do right, you, right. How right. do you do that? You know, and if you need a teleprompter yeah. for a debate, then you really have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that would. I would think that would make it worse. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I I I, I got to tell you, you know, I uh, you know, I I am like, you know, really uh, undecided uh, right now, and uh, I just like you said, I'm not I'm not very excited about this. Uh, at all, and uh, just like you, I'm like oh, I don't even know if I'm going to vote. Um, and but but I, uh, I do know which is really exciting is that uh, you know every four years uh, the the state of Ohio is like at the epicenter of politics because uh, the 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 
presidential candidates come here like every day or every other day or or they're 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 surrogates you know the people that support them they're it's just there's like all over this state every day which is i think is really interesting um and you know all this big bird stuff and all the chair stuff it's just a distraction you know and i i talk to my patients about this stuff every day and you're like they're like you know i'm you know, it's it's been two years or three years, and uh, they're still waiting. You know, they're still you know, uh, you know, uh, looking for a job, and they can't find one. And I've had some patients move away because they, you know, economics and things. And you know, all Twitter wants to talk about is Big Bird and the chair, and you know, and there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of upset people out there, and it's just. Uh, you know, I talk to them, and and you know, some of them are, are upset too. They may stay home and uh, uh, not vote at all. And uh, it's uh, and what's really interesting here in Ohio is that is that here in Ohio, I mean, that they, uh, um, you know, that we got a a uh, something in the in the snail mail in the mail to to get you know absentee ballots, uh, which has never happened before. Uh, so so they're really trying to push people to actually vote, and and we and this state here, like other states. Uh, have this early voting where you can go to the board of elections and cast your vote, you know, now um, instead of on election day. Uh, so there's, you're, there's all these different things that are going on as far as politics, and it's just um, the, the, the more that that uh, I see on the news and on Twitter and on Facebook, the more it just gets me so so mad because all you see on Twitter and Facebook is it's all these political hacks, all these people just reciting. Um, you know, talking points and things, and it's not really, you know, debate. I mean, and you hear stuff like on Twitter and Facebook saying, oh, you know, fact-checking and things. And, you know, fact-checking is, is basically just translated into, oh, this is what the, you know, political bias is. It's not really fact-checking. It's just people just say other exactly. stuff. That, you know, people think, oh, yeah, it's really a fact. No, it's not really a fact. It's a fact that you are, you know, tilting this, you know, piece of evidence to what your political beliefs are. And it's just, it really just gets me all upset. I know. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm usually so annoyed with people who talk politics, especially if they're on totally on one side or the other, you know, and, and don't have an open mind to think about any opinion except their side of the aisle. That's what irritates me the most because it's like open your mind and think for yourself, you know, I can't imagine thinking completely one way or the other. You know, I'm kind of a mishmash of ideas. Like, I, I'm so I'm pretty much in the middle with things, you know, because I believe some things one way, you know. So people who are, like, totally far left or totally far right usually annoy me when, when they're talking on Twitter, and I have to just, like, ignore it because I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, just please shut up. And like I said, politics usually annoys me, but sometimes I get into it. There's like little times, and but you know, I was kind of sad this year that I was like not really into the, to the, into the race. And then after that, after that um, debate that night, it got more exciting for me, only just because I got to see a little bit more of Mitt Romney and not, like I said, what what you just hear, all the, the spin and everything like that. You just got to see the two candidates and what, well, I, I don't, that's the thing, really. The president didn't really fight back much and he didn't, he didn't 
say more of what he believes. What do you really think? What do you, you know, he just kind of sat there and took it. And, um, you know, it's funny because even people on the left were saying, you know, what what happened to our president? Who was that, you know? <laughs> and so the right, only right. thing they're going to make fun of is Big Bird and how dare he cut funding to PBS. And it's like, okay, yeah, that probably was a, a crazy thing for him to say, like, why PBS when we got all these other things, right? But then why are you making such a big deal out of it? Just shut up about it. That's the only thing you can say. That, <laughs> if you know that everything he said was pretty much, he knew what he was talking about, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know a lot about politics. But that's the only thing that they could they could uh, insult him on. So they're just going with it and going with it and going with it. And I just, ha- I just have to say, I, I, I do love Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I love Big Bird. I think he's adorable, yeah. and I just want to say I love Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> wow. Uh, but I mean, it, it, I'm not going to watch any of the presidential debates. I am going to watch the vice presidential debate. That's going to be really entertaining for me to watch and kind of see what uh, what happens there. So that's that. That is something I'm going to watch. So we'll. we'll I think that's coming up next week or something like that. So that that should be at least entertaining, if if not anything else. Or you know, as, as I've seen some of my friends on on Facebook do, they they make the debates drinking games, and uh, they make it so they can get through it. <laughs> or so they can so whenever, have a what, get drunk. <laughs> yeah. So so whenever they use a little catchphrase thing, then that's when you take a drink, and then after ten minutes, then you should be all all done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm surprised there's only three debates. Like, I thought there was more than that. It seems like in past years that there was more than just three debates. It seemed like there was one at least every week almost. Oh, well, well, I mean, I, well, there's only four weeks left, right? Before right, we... correct. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm in another world right now. I tell you, since I've been working nights, I really do, like, my thinking is a little bit foggier, so... I hope that goes away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, uh, let's switch gears here to something that's really upsetting. <laughs> have you heard? And I have an audio clipper. Have you heard that the gas in California is not up to five dollars a gallon? Have you heard that, Kat? I thought it was six. Is it six in some places? Yeah. Um, I have an audio clip here talking about the gas in California here. Let's uh, let's play this. Uh, California retail prices have gone up about 25 cents a gallon, and that's just through so far today. They could have a two-day increase of close to 40 cents a gallon, which would be the most significant, the fastest increase that we've ever seen in California. Some stations have either closed or shut down, run out of gas. It's been hard to find gasoline in some markets across California, but because of the volatility and the quick increase in wholesale price, some stations just electing to sit by the sidelines until this all blows over in fear that if they buy gasoline at these exorbitant prices that they may lose money on it when prices finally come back down. I would only buy what you need for the immediate future. Definitely uh, not be filling up at this time with prices through the roof. Buy what you need for the time being. See if you can combine trips or wait. Prices will come back down. It will take a, a few weeks to realize the much lower prices. but. Uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel, just wait it out. If you're a gas station owner, good luck. Uh, you have a lot of angry people thinking you're the culprit, 
Uh, you know, it may be tough for station owners. They're looking at negative margins. They're losing money. That's why many of them are choosing to sit on the sidelines. That's what we should be talking about, Cat. You know what I mean? It's just like all this big bird stuff. I mean, it's just... <laughs> well, I know. I can't even and, imagine, and, you know. And that's the thing, too, that I've learned recently now that I'm trying to keep up with the, the presidential election and everything, and they're saying that before uh, Barack Obama took office, gas was, what, $1.38 or something average. And I didn't realize it was that low. I mean, I never re- – I thought it was that low, like, in the 80s. I really don't I, – I don't know. I Like, I don't ever remember it being that low, but apparently it was. And so, yeah, that's not good. If we've, if we've jumped up that high, I mean – and now six dollars a gallon. Nobody's gonna be able to afford to drive. How are we gonna afford right. to? You know, this is like really a crucial time. And so, to me, it's like, you know, I feel like there's those people who are, are Obama supporters. They're gonna support him no matter what, no matter what, because. Same with the Romney voters, like there's people who will vote just about for anybody because they don't want Obama in office. So it's not so much that they're Romney supporters, but they're anti-Obama people. (laughs) It's like forget about, you know, I know social issues are important to people and everything, but I feel like right now we're in such an economic crisis that we have to put that first. We do. I mean, otherwise – all the social issues in the world aren't going to matter if we don't, if we can't even live day to day, if we can't afford to put gas in our car, if we can't afford to eat, if people aren't able to get work. I mean, those things have to be priorities right now. And I just don't know, you know, like who's going to be able to do the job better. So far in four years, you know, we haven't seen it get that much better. So, Will Romney be able to do it? I don't know. I don't know enough about the man because, like I said, I haven't been keeping up. But now I want to, especially in the next few weeks, because just seeing that that, that story today, I saw it today, I think, on Twitter. It's like $6 a gallon. People are just going to put two gallons of of gas in their car at a time and just try to not drive anywhere. (laughs) Just try a little bit of time, you know. I mean, right now it yeah. costs me like fifty bucks to put gas in my car. At least fifty bucks. And I remember the wow. days it cost me twenty to fill up my tank. Yeah. And I, like I said, I thought that was way long ago, like maybe the nineties. Okay, I'll say the nineties, but I didn't realize it was only a. To me, a dollar thirty-eight sounds like a steal. I didn't realize it was that low when Obama. Are you there? I didn't realize it was yeah. that oh, so. Ooh. Well, it looks like uh looks like Cat dropped off there. Let's see. I think we got Sarge on the line here. Uh, Cat, call in if you can. Hey Sarge, how you doing? Hey Mike, how's it going? Oh, are you are you on your laptop microphone? No, I'm actually sitting in I'm uh got my headphone on. 
I can hardly hear you, so I don't know if, if your no. microphone's going the right way there. Uh, it's probably going to pot at gold. Like <laughs> oh, cat's back here. Oh, so, Sarge, what, 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 uh, I thought you were having a show tonight. Or, or is it next week or is it tonight, there, Sarge? Week. It's next week. Oh. Right? When I have the Rogue Medic on, and we're actually going to have a topic to talk about again. It's three shows in a row. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah. How non-invasive partial pressure ventilations actually work for CHFers, and ACLS does not. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have the Rogue Medic on talking about that latest blog post of his, and it's going to be fun for the whole family. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Kat, are you back? I'm back. The the call failed. Oh. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> My call failed. <laughs> So what's uh, what's going on uh, there tonight, Sarge? Out in out in your part of the world? Uh, my part of the world is getting cold. I'm telling you that much right now. I mean, not got bad enough to where my uh, silent co-host and call screen call scooter actually had to uh, throw a second blanket on and pull me in a little closer last night. It's you know first freeze of the year. Wow. And, yeah. And we're get, still uh, getting used to all the people flying around here. We just, well, I know we have uh, we have frost warnings here for uh, tomorrow morning uh, here. So, uh, uh, and, and, and I think Kat, I think I think you still are you still what are you, you guys are still in the eighties down there? Is that right, Kat? In the eighties, I wish. Try the nineties. <laughs> you nineties. Yeah. It's supposed to be below freezing here tomorrow morning, so that's that'll be good. Um, that's what so it was when I got out of bed this morning, below freezing. I had to deal with a bunch of Cub Scouts all day. Oh, that sounds fun. It was. It was. Running I can't believe it. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of y'all in your fall weather. <laughs> We, we may hit we may hit fall weather by Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fall weather for you guys is what uh, seventy five degrees or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Sarge, I, I appreciate you retweeting the show and all that kind of stuff. Sorry uh, about the the no chat room uh, tonight, but I uh, really appreciate you you listening out there uh, out in Sarge land. Hey, no problem, no problem. You know, this headquarters will always come over there and support Family Med Rocks. It's nothing big at all. Um, yeah. Well, your your show's getting huge there, Sarge. I mean, you're 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 getting all the you get to pack all the listeners in there. Every time I I duck in there, you guys have at least now fifteen twenty people. Um, you know, it's almost in the middle of the night. So that's uh, you got you got a great uh, great listeners over there. Uh, I'm very thankful for those listeners. I'll tell you that right now. I, um, you know, I looked through my numbers today, and I'm like dumbfounded. I am absolutely dumbfounded because this, you know, just on the spur of the moment, hey, would anybody listen to a Chronicles of EMS webcast? Yeah, we would. Boom, here it comes, and then it's just been building up, and I am actually grateful. So, and if 
your listeners who happen to come over to my show and listen, I thank them definitely from the bottom of my heart and my silent co- silent co-host and call screener. You know, it gives her something to do too. And you know, of course Gertrude, she's got to butt in also at the start and the finish. But hmm. and you're big. Uh, the, the big New Orleans meeting is coming up. Is it like in a month or so, or when is that? Hmm. See here, according to what I got, it's actually in 22 days, 2 hours, 31 minutes, and 49 seconds. Wow. Yeah. So are you, are you going to do a show down there? Um, I'm working something out to where uh, I could actually, uh, if I can get a beat on it the right way, I can actually bag doing a couple shows down there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I know... Uh, I know the pod medic is bringing his huge, enormous rig of uh, video podcasting stuff uh, down there, so that'll be fun. And I'm just going to just nice and tactically go over and, you know, uh, steal some wireless from him and hook up my laptop, which will be down the, somewhere on the exhibit hall floor, should everything go together. But it will be kicking off. Cool, cool. And your your next show is a week from tonight, uh, I believe. And uh, what what time is it? And what's the topic going to be there, Serge? It's uh, 10:30 p.m. East or 11:30 Eastern, 10:30 Central. And like I said, the topic's going to be we're going to talk how um not NIPPV or non-invasive partial pressure ventilation works for CHF, but the rogue medic says the uh, ACLS protocols really don't. Uh, work, and we're going to figure out why. Also have some uh, Halloween safety for the kids and the adults, and then we don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> we don't All know. right, man. And uh, I do have uh, two little small things real quick, and then I will go away from invading your show. Um, That's fine. If far away. Okay. Um, back on our last show, we uh, had our first sponsor, believe it or not. And that's wow. That's only because he wants to sell $6,000 worth of popcorn. <laughs> so he can put a pie in the Cub Master's face six times. So, if you, you know, if your listeners would like to order some delicious Boy Scout popcorn, and yes, it is pretty good because I've sampled a little of everything, um, go to prpopcornstore.com and let me dig up that code here. It's like, uh, oh, thank God I have a Use code 22JC1115, and that'll make sure that my boy gets the credit for selling some popcorn. And one last little bitty thing, well, it's a little bitty in the broad spectrum of things, but last month uh, the EMS community, we had tilted to kick cancer, and now everybody's going for safe second base. Well, that's kind of taking a new meaning over here in uh on my side of the uh, Blog Talk Network, Blog Talk Network Studio Megaplex. Um, if anybody, y'all can give uh, keep your prayers going for my silent co-host and Paul Screener D. She was just diagnosed recently with it, and she actually starts chemo here coming up very shortly. Wow. Huh. So we will have a survivor sitting at my right side when all said and done. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, Cat is a cancer survivor too, so it's uh, um, oh, you, you never know, know what, what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's been almost 20 years now. Well, 90, well, 93 I was diagnosed, 94 I was in remission. So, what, it was 17 years? Or no, I'm sorry, 18, right? 18 years. Yeah, long time. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, definitely, Sarge. I mean, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you and with her. You know, just uh, um, yes, definitely. That's a that's a tough thing to uh, to go through. Yes, it is. Now I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to go back to just listening and let you do the rest of your show. Um, I say 10:30 next Thursday, next Saturday night, as you were, right here on Blog Talk Radio. My studio is just on the other side of the building from uh, Dr. Mike's. <laughs> That's right. It's in what used to be the broom closet for firefighter netcast. Um, oh wow, there's some history there. <laughs> well, it is the one. Uh, one, uh, one Union 801 show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, Sarge, as always, sir, thank you so much for retweeting the show and for calling in, and uh, um, you know, just overall being awesome. Hey, no problem, and thank you for being overall awesome, Mike. Y'all have a good night. All right, have a good night, sir. Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Before we take our break here, I mean, you know, it's just uh, <clears throat> that cancer cat. You know, it's just. Um, I mean, I don't know what you say. Just uh, we. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's just. Uh, you know, we we just uh, hear more and more people with it, or or friends and family who are touched by it, and uh, it's sad on one uh, hand, but on the other hand, uh, you just see the uh, the love and appreciation that uh, people have, uh, whether friends or family or uh, complete strangers, to uh, you know illnesses like that and, and other things. Yeah, I mean, people are always really supportive whenever. You know, you or a family member or something has cancer. You, you find that you, you see real the good in everyone at, at that point. And and cancer, you know, is not the death sentence it used to be. A lot of a lot of cancers that are able to be treated now and put in remission or you know maybe even cured completely. So, um, yeah, I I didn't know that was Sarge that because I saw that in my mentions no chat room tonight. So. I'm like, oh, that's Sarge. I'm gonna go follow the Sarge. Follow the Sarge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's him, and, and he has a he has a a Twitter account for his show, and uh, so yeah, he's been retweeting us, and uh, uh, and of course, you know, our, our good friend uh, uh, the J Man uh, retweeting uh, the show, and uh, you know, we're 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 very uh, uh, <clears throat> thankful, you know, that he's slumming with us because of their uh, number one comedy show now here on the uh, on the network. And, uh, you know, uh, he, uh, I'm surprised he even talks to us anymore because, uh, you know, they probably get all these important <laughs> phone calls and uh, sponsorships and uh, all that kind of stuff, you know, Kat? Los, los Cachos. I wonder if they'll get sponsored by Post Peoples for Los Cachos. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to plug it anymore because it's the number one show. But this is the uh, you know, the stupid show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network uh, Wednesdays, 
uh, and Sundays here on the network. Uh, what, what's, uh, we'll take a one more break here, Kat, and then uh, we have some other stories here. And I, I did want to cover your uh, uh, American Idol story, so that'll that'll uh, help uh, shift gears for us a little bit. But we'll take a, a couple minute break here, and uh, we'll be right back uh, with our last twenty three minutes of the show. This is the Night Shift Show here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Kat and I will be right back after this. Again and Kat, thank you for being a friend. Ah, uh, nah. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, I love it when you do that with your laugh. <laughs> that, uh, let's start the entertainment story here. You uh, you sent me this uh, this audio here. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let me play this, and then because uh, I know you want to uh, maybe have a little of a rant or just react to it, uh, let me play this here. We're only in the audition phase of American Idol, but things are already getting heated between new judges Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey. TMZ obtained videos of auditions in North Carolina where Nicki went off the rails. <laughs> According to TMZ, this argument started after a disagreement about a performance. Nikki unleashed her anger on Mariah and reportedly threatened to knock Mariah out. Idol officials have been silent about the outburst, and Fox executives have no comment. So what do you think there, Kat? I mean, it's just a little rare. Do they, do they need the ratings? I mean, what's going on here? Break this down for me. Uh, well, first of all, I couldn't understand one word she said. <laughs> all I heard was the beep, so it had to be good. Yeah. And, you know, I was I was kind of at the point where I'm like, when I heard who was going to be the judges, I'm like, I'm not even going to watch this year because I don't even care about any of these judges, you know. Um, 
I don't necessarily have anything against Mariah Carey, but I don't have anything for her either. Nicki Minaj, I don't want to like her, but I can't help but like her. When her music comes on the radio, I want to dance. <laughs> I just, I don't want, it's like Lady Gaga. I don't want to like her, but I can't help it. The music just, you know, makes me want to dance. So, but, you know, personally, she seems kind of, thuggish the way she was <laughs> acting but anyway I, I digress I don't know enough about her I may watch now just to see the two interact because I bet Mariah is very diva-ish and she seems to me like she'd be snobby and um you know maybe maybe I'll be like all right yeah Nikki you know put her in her place you know I don't know and then Keith Urban I, you know I I, I don't care about him either really because i'm not a country music but he's country music right he is country music uh yes that's right yeah okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and i don't really know much about you know country music so and and besides e- even if they would have kept j-lo and and even Tal- well i may have watched it i don't know i'm just not into american idol the way i used to be you know and even x factor this year there's like only a couple of people that I've really liked so far and I really wanted to see get through because of not only personality but talent. And I found um, spoilers of who gets basically to the end, and neither of those two are on it. So I'm not Ah. sure if I'm going to – yeah, I'm not even going to sure if I'm going to watch it, you know. I want to make sure because sometimes the spoilers are wrong. And I am very, very disappointed in Britney Spears. She was one of the main reasons I was going to watch it, you know. And oh yeah, she, a lot of people. She is such a snob. She is <laughs> such a snobby little twist. You know, after everything she went through, okay, after the fool she made of herself, the absolute, complete, utter white trashy fool she made of herself, you'd think she would have some more compassion. You'd think it would have humbled her a little bit. But no. She thinks her poop so pink. I wanted to say the other word, but I'm trying to be, you know, since this is a G-rated show. (laughs) She thinks, you should see the way she sits there. Even when she claps, even when she claps, Mike, she claps with, like, the tip of one hand onto the palm of the other, like, I don't know if you know who's in the She claps, yeah. like, And that gets you really mad. She's like, yeah, like, she's freaking royalty. Are you kidding me clapping like that? She sits there with this look on her face, like, like this look like she's smelling poop. Because, like, she's just disgusted. And then when she does like someone, she puts her hands her face. You know, I think you're very, very, very charming, and I think you sing very well. Like, now, as the show has gone on, I'll have to say she's gotten a little bit nicer, okay? She's gotten a little bit nicer. And I haven't unfollowed her on Twitter because she actually follows me back. It was just a freak thing. <laughs> she's got, like, 15 million followers and she follows like 17,000 people and I happen to be one of them and even though she's a bitch and snob I don't I, I feel I feel a bit of an honor with that okay I mean because I I do kind of like her okay I'm just saying that 
after, like, like I said, after all she went through, you would think that she would be nicer than that. You know, usually right. things that happen to, to people like that should humble them and make them realize, hey, I, I'm not the, the queen of everything. I, I am a human being. And, and, and you know, she humiliated herself in front of the entire world. And then she made a comeback. And I love it. I love comebacks. I love it when people make comebacks. It was so proud of her, you know. But when you act like this or like that, it's just, takes away from it to me it's like please girl please you know get over yourself and and you know and i never really cared about demi lovato like who why do people talk about this girl who cares whatever but she is so sweet i'm actually becoming a fan of hers because of her judging on that show she is so freaking cool and sweet and I just wanted to say that too. And uh, I'm sorry, I was just looking at a <laughs> tweet. See, I can't look at tweet. I was looking at a tweet uh, of uh, of uh, the Sarge. Okay, I'm not going to look anymore. I'm following the webcast now, Sarge. Yeah, that's right. Well, follow them on Twitter, uh, 1U801TheWebcast, and uh, that'll get you all the updates there and give us a little follow Friday on a Saturday uh, action. So uh, so that's cool. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, yeah. Now I'm not looking at it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I was so disappointed in how, I mean, you know, for a while there, people were saying she makes Simon look nice. And see, the thing about Simon is that Simon is very Simon. Yeah, he can be very honest, which seems rude to people, but he really is like a nice guy, and you can see that, especially when he likes someone. He's just being honest. He's being a Brit. He's being not not Brit like Britney. He's British, and they're very honest. Right. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? So, oh, yes, I do know what you mean. And, you know, I have to say this. I, I really do feel bad about what I said about that commenter because it may have been somebody that was just saying, yes, your, your accents were terrible, but didn't really mean to be ugly, unless they were calling us names. Now, if they were calling us names, <laughs> I would tell them to bite my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Even that laugh right sounded British. <laughs> no, I mean because I think it was Jubilani or something that said, "Oh yeah, y'all y'all's accents are terrible." But I know that this is a nice lady, right? right. So right. It, I wasn't offended. Like, yeah, she was just saying, "Yeah, they, they were they were terrible." Okay, I'll admit it too. But we it could have been a commenter that was, and I thought about that after you said it and after I said what I said. I'm like, it may have been her, it may have been somebody just saying, "Oh yeah, they were terrible," but didn't mean it mean. You know what I mean? So I do apologize if that person's still listening <laughs> at this point. <laughs> if you're a nice person, I'm sorry. I do, you do not have to bite my ass or, or anything like that, such as whatever. But I do love Simon Powell. I do love Simon Powell because, like like what I was saying, is he is very, he really is a nice person and really has a good heart. Whereas Brittany, of course. Brittany, 
Brittany to me is just fake. She's very yeah. fake, and even when she does like someone, it seems fake. It's like mm. saying, "I really, it's really rubbish. like you." It's rubbish, and I think when she's saying to them, "Oh, I just love you. You're so adorable," in her head, she's like, "Stupid person thinks how am I even talking to this commoner?" You know. <laughs> I can't even believe it. What am I even doing here? I'm too good for this show. <laughs> and that clap, that clap. I just want to, you know, yeah, I do my clap. and I do real claps. That clap. She's like, <laughs> like, is it time for tea yet? The little clap. Is it time for tea? Who does that? I don't even know if royalty in, in the UK and, and, and I don't even think Princess Kate or anybody would do that. I, how, 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 when is the last time you've ever seen someone actually do that and mean it? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I'm so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> LSU has turned me into an angry person tonight. <laughs> And oh and my God. my aunt Flo, my aunt Flo that comes to visit once a month has also made me just as horrible and nasty and ugly as she is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not in a good place. Uh, I'm not in a good man. place. Well, let's do let's do one more story. Let's 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 do a happy story here to end the show, and it's this kind of. Goes along with our bullying theme for the show tonight, but this ends this ends in, in this has kind of a happy ending here. Um, I don't know, Kat, if you heard of this uh, the 16 year old sophomore uh, who was allegedly voted to the homecoming court as a joke, uh, and uh, everybody found out about it. And uh, but the town seemed to have come around. Uh, and supported her, uh, even though this was kind of a prank. Uh, let me play a couple clips here, uh, and this is a nice, sweet little story here. This mother of a Michigan high school sophomore has a message to her classmates. Shame on you. You were so hurtful to her, and that's, that's just mean. Bernice Crop says her 16-year-old daughter, Whitney, was excited to be named to her high school homecoming court, but it turned out to be an apparent prank. It wasn't until later in the evening she was in her bedroom and she was upset and crying. Since then, word has spread throughout the community, and several small businesses are rallying behind the sophomore. We're going to do her hair um, as far as an updo or whatever she wants done, and then we will do her nails and her makeup and anything else she wants. Jessica Zettel owns this dress store. She and others are helping Whitney find a gown. Some other community members are involved with the gown. Um, and um, something for her hair and her, her footwear, her shoes, to make her feel special. Whitney will be at her high school's homecoming football game on Friday as well as Saturday's dance. Nicole Gresser, the Associated Press. Scores of people chanted Whitney Crop's name, and many were clad in orange, her favorite color. Crop was named to the court a couple of weeks ago, but soon learned that her inclusion was a joke. She said that angered and depressed her, even making her contemplate suicide. However, once her story was known, support came flooding in, including more than 115,000 fans on Facebook. Businesses pitched in for her dress and other perks, all of which, she says, makes her happy. 
She decided to take the field after all. The kids that are bullying you, do not let them bring you down. Stand up for what you believe in and go with your heart and go with your gut. Her time in the spotlight isn't over. She still has the school dance to go to Saturday night. Ross Simpson, the Associated Press. And this story was a couple of weeks ago, and uh, so so there you go, Cat. I mean, even though you know people just you know, this is a prank, she was kind of bullied and all that kind of stuff. It seemed like the whole town and the community got behind her and did up her hair and got her dress and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that's, that's kind of a, a sweet story, don't you think? Well, I hadn't heard this story before. My heart was breaking as I heard started listening to it, and it makes me wonder, you know. Teenagers are such punk-ass little bitches, really, you know, um, why they do things like this. You know, it's getting to the point now where people are all, you know, about anti-bullying and all. I thought it was starting to be cool now to be a nerd because people are so anti-bully now. So I kind of thought it was more cool to be and that, you know, it, apparently it's not. People are still bullying. You know, they're not getting the memo. Okay. The only thing that would make this story better is if some high-profile star, I don't know who, but some hot, 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 hot hottie, would be her date. Oh, that would have been for cool. the dance. I wish that that would have hope. When is this dance? I think it already happened. It was like a oh. week or two ago. I wish that would have. I really wish that would have happened because that would have. All those people could have felt like the pieces of crap that they are. <laughs> you know, I hate to hear stories like this. I hate to hear stories like this. Do they think they're so cool? Oh, let's make a joke and let's make. Well, now the joke's on you. You know, the joke's on you because. Everybody got behind her. However many likes she got on Facebook, good for her. Good for her. And she, But she wasn't named the queen, though, right? Uh, not that I know of, no. Okay. But uh, I, I would like to, if you could send me a link to that article and stuff, because I'd like to, to read up more on that. But, um, sure. you know, it's like uh, hopefully eventually it will be uncool someday. Well, it is uncool to be a bully, but... Apparently, in teenage world, it's still okay, you know. It's still okay to treat people like that, you know. Um, and just, you know, one day she's gonna be she's gonna be something really big, and she's gonna have a successful life, and they're all gonna be living on welfare in the trailer parks. That's all I have to say. Wow. <laughs> all right. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, in our last smart nerds, the smart nerds usually end up being the you know, you know, the doctors, scientists, the lawyers. That's right. Yeah. And in our in our. you know, in our last four minutes, I mean, this is kind of a little bit of a different show here tonight. We we talked about bullies and things, but uh, you know, to kind of close things up here, Kat. So, what uh, what, what do you have for me? You have a, I know you've said everything already, but uh, anything to kind of sum up what other than bullies suck, which I know is a great theme. Uh, anything else that, that you that you want to get out to vent tonight, uh, or, or if you want to complain about LSU more, you can do that. Uh. 
Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing, huh? You got nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth or anything anymore. So, not that I have anything. Let me just say this. Not that I have anything against people that live in trailers. <laughs> I'm just saying that usually the ones who were bullies are not as successful as the ones that were bullied or, you know. Right. Unless, the, right. you know, like she, she contemplated suicide. Thank God she didn't. You know what I'm saying? Exactly Sometimes, right. And that's what you hear about these, these victims of bullies is that, they they get to the point where they can't even go on, and then they don't even get to experience life and what it's really like. High school is not real life. High school is just a step to get to real life. You know, none of this that none of that stuff even matters, even though to them it matters because they're living in it. And and that's right. what sucks. You know, like twenty years from now, if there's still a Facebook, those same people that bullied her are going to be are going to want to be her friends on Facebook or her friend on Facebook, and she could tell them then to go to hell, you know. But until, <laughs> but but like they're going to want to be her friend because they're going to have grown up and they're going to say, you know, they may have not even remembered they bullied her, or maybe they did, but they're like, how could I have been so stupid? Oh, let me be her friend now. Well, it's too late. But you know, people grow up. People don't usually stay the same as they were in high school, and they they grow out of that bully stage and most of them do I think so it just makes me sad when I hear about bully stories it makes me so sad I know that I know the story yeah. ended out good but it just it just breaks my heart I don't know mm-hmm. well that ends our show here kids uh go <laughs> <laughs> You better kick there you go. whatever but next next freaking week. That's right. You better do As something. As we end the, end the uh, third quarter in Columbus, uh, it is, uh, I think, Ohio State 49 and <clears throat> uh, Nebraska 31. So uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now, so we'll we'll see what happens in the fourth quarter there. But, uh, but Kat, as always, my dear, uh, you know, Great, great job tonight. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know when the next show is going to be, uh, but uh, uh, I think because I think we have some stuff coming up next week. But you know, hey, it's uh, it's, it's, it's a, you know a little bit different show tonight, but it's you know it's always cool. It's always uh, fun and exciting hanging out with you. Well, thank you, sir. I think tonight I was probably at my feistiest, so I don't usually get so feisty. There's a lot of but there's a lot of out you know, things that are making me feisty right now, as you know, so. <laughs> and I think, and you know what, and I told you this in a DM, too. You know, ever since I've been working nights, I tend to have less patience and tolerance for nice. me. I, I find well, myself getting irritated more, and it's because I'm moody because my brain is not used to this. My brain says, Kathy, you should be living during the day like a normal person. Not like a vampire. Well, that makes the show better. So uh, yeah. Well. (laughs) 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 All right, we're done. We're we're done for the night. So thank you so much for joining me, and uh, check out the website, and uh, follow me on Twitter. Follow Cat on Twitter, and uh, uh, that's it. You got you got anything else, Cat? Just that I love you, I love our listeners, and I love life. 
no matter how hard it gets. That's right. Go Tigers! Right. <laughs> All right, kids, we're done. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to bed now. So <laughs> say, uh, say good night, Cat. Good night, everybody. Mwah. All right, we'll see everybody very soon. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. Take care. We'll see ya. Good night. Bye.